Hello and welcome to the Worthy Wealthy Women Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Wendy. This is where you'll learn the energetic shifts and the intuitive strategic steps to create the life and six-figure, multiple six-figure business you've always dreamed of. I believe that the key in creating your dream life isn't to become someone else, it's to become the truest version of you and she was born worthy. Ready to manifest magic? Let's get started. Hi, Kay. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Social CEO Podcast. I'm super excited to have you. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. I'm so excited for this uh, chat. And for everyone who's listening, I've worked with Kate in one of her um, microminds as well as privately in Voxer. So I'm super, super excited for this conversation because I already know a lot of things about you. So I'm like, <laughs> people need to hear. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes, absolutely. So I'm Kate (laughs) and I am a business and success mentor and I coach women online how to really create a business and life in harmony with our desires, with what we want, with how we kind of imagine our life to be, with ease, with fun, and then also with emotional intelligence and knowing that sometimes it's not so fun, but knowing how to handle it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And I I know like we were talking about like before we um, started the podcast interview, we were talking about um, like we were going to get into like money and business. I did have one question for you that just popped into my head as you were introducing yourself (laughs) that like a lot of my listeners tend to be um, women of color or, you know, because I do spend some of my time in Europe, um, Europeans. And, you know, I personally had this thought of like, I don't know if I fit into this industry when I first started. I'm wondering like what your thoughts are on that. Um, and if you had anything similar when you first started coaching. Oh my gosh. Yes. When I first started, my English was still very questionable. And even till this day, like I am not an expert in English language. So obviously growing up in the Czech Republic and like I was there until I was 24 and then I moved to the US and then, you know, long story short, when I started my business, my English was still at the level when I wasn't super confident. I was like, oh my gosh, like is even anyone going to hire me? And then I am, I got married and now my name essentially is Kate Decker, which sounds super American. And then like I show up. I'm very confused, like what's going on. Um, so yeah, it has definitely brought up some like self-worthiness and like, what am I doing? But I just rolled with it. I was like, you know what? I'm here. If I desire it, there must be a reason. And I actually found that the more I spoke about both parts, about like obviously speaking in English and everything, but then also like sharing where I come from and what's my background, I have attracted so many clients that are either different races or they, you know, originally spoke a different language or they're from different countries. So it gave so many people a permission to really become who they want to be. Yeah. I love that. And I think like, that's what, that's the relation. That's kind of like where I got to with my own experience as well. I remember crying to my boyfriend one night, like probably a year and a half ago when I was like, I don't look like everyone else. And then it's really funny because he's like white. So then he's like, okay, I don't really get it, but okay. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, it's like definitely like, you know, if you have a desire, like there is a reason why you're here. And that reason, part of that reason is really to be the leader for the other people who are like yourself, who are wanting to create like big things in their life. So I love that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to yeah, jump quickly into that. I just think a lot of times the things that we feel might be the reasons like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it because blah, 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 blah. Or I don't know if I'm the good mm-hmm. fit because of this are actually the reasons why we have to. Yeah. And we were talking about this in Boxer and you were saying yeah. that like, you know, that's <laughs> what other people are thinking, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So when you, um, when you first started your business, and I know this is like really common messaging in the industry of like, you know, I went from $0 to 90K in 30 days, like type of thing. Did you skyrocket mm-hmm. right away in your business? Yeah, sure. I launched my business. Everything was great. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I first started, so I come starting as like really the very beginning of 2019. I was so excited and so committed. I was like, this is going to be my six figure a year. I'm going to act like a six figure CEO and everything is going to align. So I started the year with like joining a bundle of courses, which by the way, I put on my credit card that like went to the max, right? And I was like, this is going to be happening and it still wasn't quite happening. I was making $400 per month. And I was like, it's happening. Like I see it, I feel it. And then I was like, okay, the next boss move, like I really feel my intuition is calling me to hire this mentor. And I paid 35 freaking thousand dollars in full <laughs> for six months of coaching. And I was like, this is the all in energy. Like this is the CEO vibe. Like I can see it's going to come all right back. Like I was just so mm-hmm. motivated and so excited and then six months went by <laughs> within that yeah, incredible yeah. mentorship and at that point I w- I made my highest month of 2,500 so I was nine months into the year and I was like this is not working I've been making all of the right moves mm-hmm. I've been following my intuition nothing is happening what's going on obviously I was freaking out um, obviously my mm-hmm. sweet husband was freaking out <laughs> he's like, Oh my <laughs> gosh, we invested so much money. Like, what are we going to do? And then my next intuition was keep going, reinvest in yourself, which my husband completely freaked out because he was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like we're going to go bankrupt. You're crazy. You're insane. You cannot do this. This is not sustainable. Like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like wake the fuck up essentially. Mm-hmm. Sorry, if, if we don't mm-hmm. swear on the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, no worries. <laughs> but I was like, I just, I don't know why. Like, I feel like this is going to work out. I don't get it. I don't know. I just, I trust in myself. It's wild. It's weird. I have absolutely zero evidence, but I'm going to do it. And the minute that I made that internal decision for probably the 15th, time to like really go in Mm. on myself and like keep going I actually ended up as we were fighting with my husband (laughs) on the couch (laughs) and him telling me like this is not sustainable this is crazy I committed to continuing with my mentor which at that time was three thousand dollars per month for her mastermind I was like I'm just gonna do it which was more than I made and then on that exact couch at the same moment 
someone signed up for my mastermind and paid in full, which was over $3,000. And I just remember this moment when my phone was buzzing because that person was like splitting it over like five different accounts and five different cards. (laughs) And so I kept getting payments. And my husband was like, could you stop making money as I'm trying to explain to you that this is not going to work? (laughs) And it was just such a hilarious moment. Yeah, he was like... When we heard himself, we both started laughing because we were like, oh my gosh, what's even going on? And so that was the first moment. And it was nine months into like really being all in and investing in myself and my growth, like time, energy, and money, like really putting myself out there, having so many flopped launches and like so many launches I I backed out so many times. Like I really didn't have a really quick start not because I didn't do the work, but sometimes I backed out. Sometimes I didn't exactly listen to what my mentor did. And then also a lot of it was because I was starting completely from zero. Like I had zero momentum at the beginning of 2019. And I don't know why I expected right. like everything was going to happen right away. Um, but then the beautiful thing is that it started compounding. So then the month after that, I had a 15K month. The month after that, I had mm-hmm. like a 7K month. And then I think December was 5K month. And I ended up making more in the last like three, four months of the year than in the rest of that, like the previous months. And then when Mm -hmm. we went into 2020, every single month was five-figure, multiple five-figure months. So like it really shifted rapidly from having made $42,000 in 2019, which majority of it was literally in the last three, four months. And then in 2020, I made 205 or $206,000. Like it was ginormous leap, but it was because of all of that work and the foundational work that I did at first. So it was slow, but then it skyrocketed Mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, I love this story because I think, there's a lot of messaging around, you know, quit your job, zero to 10K in 30 days. Or like mm-hmm. I did 10K the day, like the month I quit my job. And it's like, it is like people definitely in terms of marketing, like look for the best angles. However, I think it misleads a lot of people to think that they're not good enough or they're not cut out for this or they're not like, you know, cutthroat yeah. enough or they're not competitive enough just like basically not enough, right? Because that that kind of type of messaging is like, if this doesn't happen to you, there's something wrong. And I think like your story, as well as my own story, because I had a very similar experience. I spent a lot of time and energy and money learning things um, Mm -hmm. for quite a few months before I started signing coaching. And I also had like my first launch, I've spent like two and a half months preparing for it, did a whole like five day challenge and like zero people a lot of people showed up to the challenge which was amazing and then zero people signed up for the actual program so and I think like the biggest takeaway from our stories I think is like everyone comes into entrepreneurship at a very different stages in their lives like some people may have been influencers some people may have been working in digital marketing and then some people just decided you know like I have this gift and I want to share it and now I'm just going to start learning everything (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So there's it's a like huge... everyone's journey looks so different. 
Yes, there's a huge difference if someone already had like an audience built because they've been sharing about a certain topic for years. And then there's a difference when you're like, okay, I have like literally no one here watching me. Like the only people who are watching me are my friends. And it takes a little mm-hmm. bit to like really build that audience and build that trust and even build the habits to to show up and to not chicken out. Like that was another thing. Like I remember- That is so true. I remember being on one call with my mentor when she literally asked me like, so did you do the things we talked about last week? And I was like sweating. I'm like, oh, it did not do any of that. And I felt so embarrassed, but it was really the moment of me realizing like, oh, I need to show up for the work. (laughs) As silly as that sounds. I'm not a lazy person, but it was just those like, once you start like really being your boss and before things are rolling in, like you have to put equal amount of work even more sometimes than once the things Mm -hmm. are already rolling. Yeah. And this is like, I think a huge difference in like entrepreneurial mindset versus being an employee because being an employee, it's so easy. Like your boss tells you what to do and then you do it. Or if you don't know how to do it, you ask your colleague how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And then you just do it. And then like in entrepreneurship, it's like, you're the boss, you're the employee, especially if you're like just starting out, right? Like you're, you're the visionary, you're the CEO, you're the manager and you're the employee. Um, So it's a very different like dynamic in terms of like relationship that we have with ourselves and showing up and doing the things that we said we were going to do. Yeah. hundred percent. So I'm really curious about, you know, the last couple of months that you mentioned in 2019, you were like, it was like 15K and then 7K and then, you know, whatever K and then -hmm. it went back up. So I'm like really curious about like income dips because I think um, people tend to think like, you know, if I did 20K and then like the next month it goes down to 10, then there's something wrong. Like, why can't I sustain that? Or like, what, what am I missing? So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So when that happened, it was like the 15K and then seven and then five. I felt, I mean, because it was the end of the year, I kind of gave myself a break with that one and used that as an excuse. It was like, oh, it's slow. It's the end of the year. Um, And I felt like just a little bit uncomfortable, but it wasn't so bad because it was honestly my first experience with higher cash month. However, in 2020, I had... um, I had like a 10K month, 30, 13K month, 29. And then I went to 20. I freaked out. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know what happened, but I had a 29K month again. And then it dipped a little bit below. And I felt so much shame and so much guilt of like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. now my business is going backwards. Now, like if I say this, if I share this, like I cannot even celebrate what I'm doing. And the same thing happened in 2021 until I fully caught it when I would have like a lower month, one month. And I was just like, oh, this is so embarrassing. I cannot tell anyone because people would think that I'm a failure, that I'm, that like, it, mm-hmm. you know, all of these like crazy thoughts came up and I was like, what, what, like, what am I like, what? And you know, this would be like, I would have like a 15 K month and I would be like, Oh, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, when you were first starting out, 15 K month would have been amazing. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, what an ungrateful brat. Right. Like (laughs) it was insane, but our mind really plays such tricks on us 
And so I really mm-hmm. started paying attention to it and like catching it and, and shifting my energy because it is very normal to have income dips. Like it's so amazing when we have like a higher month, when it really skyrockets, but usually when that happens, it's because like, there are a couple of things that, you know, like either you had a lot of one-on-one clients who came in at the same time, or maybe you were launching like a bigger program at that time and maybe more people paid in full. So like it creates the jump. And I think where people make the mistake and freak out the most is when we feel like, oh, not only I have to at least make this again, but actually I need to make more now when we don't really even have that foundation to make that sustainably yet and we start focusing on more and it's just Mm -hmm. like we get it all messed up essentially instead of looking like okay so what have I been making sustainably what do I have a foundation for and how can I repeat this from an energy of it's still like it's still not predictable it's still not a sure Mm -hmm. thing that if I made a 30k month then the next one is going to be 30 or more it absolutely can but I I just think we need to normalize that it's okay if we don't always jump to the best month and it doesn't mean that we're a failure. It just means that we're stabilizing, that we're figuring our way, that we are like really building a foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I like agree with this so much. I feel like it's like, yes, you can recreate the same thing because you can like, um, reverse engineer and look at exactly what you did the previous month and how how the things came in however it is difficult to do that if you're shaming and guilting yourself right like if you start the next month thinking like oh my gosh was that even real was that a fluke Mm -hmm. now I have to start all over again I have to start from zero oh my gosh and like if we just continue down this path of like (laughs) spiraling shame and guilt and doubt at ourselves then there's no way that you can even like logically sit down and look at what happened so I think like this is so important for people to know is like you can recreate what you did and it's entirely possible and you can definitely grow even more but the biggest thing first and foremost is like we're not making it mean something about us yeah whether it was positive or negative like you're just you know we're worthy and we are capable like regardless of the numbers 100 percent. and I think the biggest thing is with all of this is that when we focus on like okay now I need to do it again or I need to do more how we start treating what comes is like oh it's not enough like I made a 30k month Mm -hmm. so anything below 30k is a failure so like of course more money is not going to come of course more people are not going to be happy to sign up because we're going to also start showing up in a different energy in the neediness and the desperate energy in this like I need the sales and like we start being a little bit more pushy we start forcing things Mm -hmm. oftentimes we cross our boundaries or we take on more than we can actually handle so like it starts really wiring our brain differently and then the actions that we take are different and then we're miserable <laughs> so like it, <laughs> it's so not worth it it's so not worth it when instead if we start looking at it as like wow this is this is incredible this is amazing okay so what like what were the things that happened okay so what do I want happen this month wouldn't this be fun I'm just like still be in that playfulness and light energy of like ooh, what if I do this again Ooh, what if I can make this sustainable and just like still playing with that possibility instead of making it like it's this or nothing. 
And, you know, like this is the same energy that we talk about when it comes to manifesting anything, not just money, right? Like this feeling of like the potentiality and like all this, that would be super exciting. Like what if this happens? And I think like what I've noticed is that for people to shift into that energy, they really need to have a really solid sense of their own self and their own safety and their own worth. So like, what are your kind of suggestions for tapping into that? Yeah. So there are a few. (laughs) So I think the first one is that I really try to find like value in myself also outside of my business. So that like my Mm. only accomplishments that I'm proud of as who I am are not just tied to business. So for example, I'm so focused on my fitness journey and I'm so freaking proud of myself. I'm so focused Mm -hmm. on like really nourishing my friendships and like I want to be the best friend people could ever have. And like I'm so excited by that journey and I'm so Mm. proud of myself how I'm showing up for my friends because I definitely didn't do that for years maybe before right mm. um I I focus so much on like I don't know like I read four books in January and I'm so damn proud of myself you know <laughs> I love that <laughs> so then when it comes to business it's just one of the things that I'm proud of but it's not the only one that I feel like is defining me so it's so much easier to treat it as like oh amazing this like I had an incredible month or like okay mm-hmm. I I killed it in all of these areas and maybe the business stuff was like a medium. So let me look at it. Like there's less attachment to that defining who we are and how we see ourselves. So that's the first thing. And I think the second probably most, most important thing that helped me uh, was detaching from money. And Mm. I always describe this moment of when I was sitting in the kitchen with my husband, (laughs) we talk a lot. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And we were just, I don't know, like we were just talking something about money. And then I had this moment of like, oh my gosh, like even if either of us, like if we never made any money and we would end up being homeless like literally living in a cardboard box somewhere but we would be together I would be happy like I genuinely don't need any of this stuff like I know that I would be Mm -hmm. able to be fully happy and fulfilled it would be hard of course I don't want that to happen but there was this inner sense of I don't need any of this like I would be happy And just that detachment really allowed me to like not, not worry about how much money is coming and like take away the pressure because I know that there are some people who are building their businesses and there is some pressure because of, you know, I need to pay bills and all of that. So maybe if, you know, some of the listeners, if you guys are in the position where there's a lot of pressure, figure out a different way how you can make money until mm-hmm. your business money feels really stable uh, because that stress is just adding on and it's not helping and you don't want to be creating business from stress. So mm-hmm when we have that like inner sense of safety, it's just so much easier, obviously to detach. And then we don't make, we don't put so much pressure on like, did I make 3000, 10, 20 or 30 this month? Like it's, it's really just a bonus. It's not 
oh, am I going to make it or not? Yeah. And I think like with detaching the need, your work actually becomes way more potent and like exciting for your clients because then it's not just about, you know, I need to pay my bills. <laughs> it's actually about them and what kind of value you're creating in their lives. And that like when we actually sell some service, I think it just feels so much more exciting. Like when we know that this is going to change someone's life, yes. you're going to feel that way more than if it's like, I need to sell this because I need to pay my bills. And the fun thing is that we become so much more creative. Like, for example, I had this container that was like a new container. I've never done that before. And it was priced way higher than any of my previous programs. And I just had so, like, I had no pressure. I had so much fun selling it. And I had so much fun creating mm -hmm. it. And, like, I can feel it and, like, really sense it inside of the container with all the people there. And it's just, it's so different when we're creating out of that, like, creativity and fun and play like we get such a better idea so we're actually more confident to raise our prices because we create something that we're so damn proud of rather than like okay I'm, let me sell this thing and like how cheap can I go <laughs> essentially so that someone <laughs> buys right. which I have been there like I have done that I was like okay I need to price this in a way so that everyone buys it right and it's such a stressful place to be creating business from and it, it just does us a disservice Yeah, I think that's so true. Um, I love that you brought up being creative in your business and having that space. So in terms of like your focus with business and money for the upcoming year, like are there new things you're doing, like fun things you're doing? Like what is your kind of vision for your year? Yeah, so I love playing in my business and giving myself permission to really tweak and shift um, things. So That's super fun. And my biggest focus this year, honestly, is on creating reoccurring income, on creating the stability that that is completely mm. non-negotiable while I am completely, completely honoring my spaciousness. So, so far, mm -hmm. I am not hosting, like I'm hosting like one program every two months. And like that feels very spacious and very potent. So like giving myself space while creating that um, stability in my business. And it's been so fun because there's literally like no stress, no pressure. Mm. Everything is unfolding in such an insane way. Like it's, it's blowing my mind. And I feel like this is when sometimes I say like, in order for us to speed up, you really need to slow down, especially if you've been in business, um, for a bit to mm -hmm. like really step back and see the bigger picture of like, what am I really creating here? How do I see this yeah. business going and growing in five, 10 years? Like, what's the vision here? Because it's so easy to treat it as a sprint of like, okay, this month, how can I make the most money this month? Oof, new month, yeah. how can I make the most money, you know, this month? And I definitely did that, definitely guilty of that. And I ended up being burnt out emotionally and physically. Mm -hmm. So I don't recommend it. And yeah. this approach, I have had it this approach for about six, seven months now, I think six months, maybe like really just like mm -hmm. slowing down essentially. And it's sped up my growth, which, which is wild. Yeah. I love that. Um, I've also experienced that too, of like, you know, this is the amount of money that I'm making this month. How much am I making next month? And it's like this energy of just like, it's kind of weird. It's like trying to like compete with yourself. Kind of thing. 
but in an unhealthy way right (laughs) yeah in the like in in a way of like I have to prove something and it's like Mm -hmm. I also did the same thing of like stepping back and it's like you know what is the energy in which I want to my business and my life to feel like and I just love that you mentioned you know joy and having that spaciousness and just like being able to create for the sake of just creating for fun like that like why would you not want a business like that (laughs) Yeah. And which is so funny because yeah. that's why most of us start. We start because we have exactly. all these creative ideas. And then we were like, wait, yeah. this is all about money. <laughs> and we like <laughs> freak out. And then we're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. Kind of just coming back to the place of where we originally started with the creativity and the service and the, you know, being able to live your life while having that kind of like passion for your business, I think is like one of the best things that we can do for ourselves and also for our clients as well. I absolutely Um, agree. Do you have any like last minute words of wisdom for the audience? Well, my favorite words of wisdom are if you desire to build a business, you're going to build a business. If you desire to build a successful business, you're going to build a successful business that's not even a question. Like it's going to happen. You're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get to choose how you get there and how is it going to feel on the way? And that is so much more important than if you get there tomorrow or in two weeks. Yes. I love this. And I think for everyone listening, it's like, this is just a moment for you to check in. How, is, how are things feeling right now? And is, is that the way I actually want it to feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So thank you so much for joining us today. It was really awesome chatting with you. Um, And what kind of things are you working on? Where can people find you? And if they want to connect with you. Yay. Thank you. So thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I just love podcast interviews. Um, So people can Mm -hmm. find me most likely on Instagram. I hang out there the most. It's at K Decker coaching. And I am also, I also have a free group, which is getting actually renamed (laughs) this week. So yeah, that's going to be there. I don't want to kind of spoil it because I'm not saying it anywhere. I know this is going to air afterwards, but Either way, everyone can find me through through Instagram and then we can connect all of the other places. (laughs) Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming today and hope you all have an awesome day. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I am so excited to hear what you learned, what you're implementing and your reflections from what we talked about. If you love this episode, do leave a review where you listen to podcasts as it helps more and more people discover the gems in the Wealthy Worthy Women podcast and create their dream lives and businesses. If you have any questions, you can always find me on Instagram at Just Ask Wendy or join us in the Wealthy Worthy Women Facebook group in the show notes. If you're ready to step into your power and create your next six figures, multiple six figures from a place of joy, embodiment, and excitement, DM me about private coaching, and I will see you in the next episode.